At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll. Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the 87th Oscars. Tonight we honor Hollywood's best and widest, sorry, brightest. <laughs> wow. Check out this place. Check out everything. Check out the glamour, the glitter, people tweeting on the Twitter. And no one's drunk and bitter yet, cause no one has lost. Look at the diamonds, the dresses, people going to excesses The stress is on and everybody's fingers are crossed I know the camera's on and we're behaving our best Yet I secretly hope someone pulls a Kanye West But we are here tonight with our Xanax and Dior Thank you, listen, publicists who fought the Oscar war Tonight we toast what we love most And I am thrilled to be your host Cause all of it is Welcome to the Not Watching Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by... John Marson, Marcus Hurley. And Matt Foxley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. So, it was the 87th Academy Awards. Uh, took place at the Dalby Theatre in Hollywood on Sunday night. Uh, far too late for us to all stay up and watch it, I assume. Um, I, I've watched some of... It on YouTube. Uh, I watched the opening bit. Did you see? Did any of you see the big opening number? <laughs> yeah, did? last last night I saw it on a on a on a catch up thing. It was quite it, impressive. <laughs> it was for a song and dance sort of number. I thought it was well impressive when it was like like the silhouettes all segueing into like movie scenes and he was superimposed on them and stuff. I thought that was quite cool for a. Bit of a cheesy number. <laughs> Some of the back projection but, stuff did look really 3D and stuff. That did look quite cool. Yeah, definitely. It must have been good to see it being there anyway, but we're not famous and good looking enough to be there. So It got a lukewarm reception though, didn't it? Uh, what the, uh, yeah, the presentation, it always does really. I don't know what people are expecting though. You know, it, it, it's like, um, I don't know, It's it kind of is what it is really and it's always been a bit sort of cheesy, but... I think the main thing that it's for really is just to sort of recognise all these achievements. And uh, so, so yeah, on to the winners, I guess. And um, yeah, Birdman pretty much stormed it in most of the major categories. Um, there was it was it was a two horse race. A lot of people were saying between Birdman and Boyhood. And in the end, I don't know, I, I kind of think the, the best film won, really. It was a great film. I loved the I loved the tempo throughout it. That was yeah. literally a tempo. <laughs> Explosive jazz. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it's a. I think the reason it won really is, uh, it's kind of known that the largest uh, proportion of the Academy voters are actors, and as well as it being a very technical film, it it was also very much like an actors' film, like with lots of, you know, it's theatre, isn't it? Effectively, so. It's not a real surprise, really, that they went for that rather than the weird art house movie. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> that took twelve years to make, but he did say that um, that they were really tight on when they did it. I think I don't think that helped him out, saying that it, they was really tight. 
shooting, so they probably didn't have hours and hours of footage. They probably shot already thinking yeah. of the edit. Yeah, that's what I thought, you see, because when like, I saw that it was up for editing and it didn't win that, I think... Um, didn't Whiplash win editing? Yeah, it did. Um, but yeah, I've, I really thought that uh, Boyhood had a shoe in there. But yeah, like he played it down. So it, yeah, he didn't really do himself any favours there. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so yeah, Birdman won Best Picture and uh, Alandro G. Inarutu, I think I've mullered that. He's the director. He got uh, Best Director, which was fair enough. Uh, it often goes that way. You can pretty much uh, tell who's going to win Best Picture by who wins Best Director. Don't think it was the case last year, though, because uh, Gravity got Best Director and it was 12 Years a Slave that won the Best Picture. Yeah. But anyway, um, sorry, did you, have, did you have any more thoughts on Birdman, Marcus? Well, to be honest, it's one of the weirdest films I've seen in a while. And bearing in mind, I've kind of binged on everything from Gone Girl to Nightcrawler in the past sort of three months. Um, <laughs> and it, it's definitely stuck with me. I thought it was really clever, though. Um, the end of the last shot, right at the end, where you see his daughter, that's kind of like, you know, it could be either one way or the other. I was talking to someone about that in the canteen today at work, where they were saying, you know, yeah. it, it's like, oh, did he have powers? Or has she just had a massive psychotic break? <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was It was it's just it was that last weird. bit where she just does a proper Harley Quinn-style wide-eyed grin and you kind of think oh oh oh, oh hang, on, hang on and it ends <laughs> she looked weird yeah, in that as yeah. well she looked so strange yeah i thought her eyes looked weird you know like really massive eyes i don't know yeah. whether they um i, I watched a uh a making of of that after seeing it and uh because you know the way it's shot all in one shot to look mm. like it's all one shot and uh how they did it was um in the pan so the edit is in the pan. So as soon as that, as soon as, when you when you know that, it kind of spoils it a little bit. So there might be a spoiler in there. But when you when they pan the camera, uh, that's when the edit is. So they got away with it looking, you know, it's put, it's, it makes complete sense if you think about it. As soon as the camera pans away from him, then that's where the edit is. That's where the, they pick up the next scene. Because uh, I didn't notice mm. those. I, I sort of, there was definitely bits when he was walking in and out of the bar and there was like that sort of second of black yeah. that, I, I sort of figured that was an edit point, but yeah, I, I guess that's right. Yeah. Cause you kind of, you're kind of taking advantage of that sort of uh, lack of clarity, aren't you on the, on the show? Yeah, it's pretty fast moving a lot of those pan shots. So I guess you can just um, cut to another shot of the wall being panned past and yeah, then, that's what they yeah, did. Pick up the scene. <laughs> There's loads Genius. of, um, they use loads of tech stuff in there as well. They, they used uh, like loads of digital imaging to blend it all together to change the colors and stuff. Wow. So that the colours were all the same. They obviously shot it over a period of weeks or months or whatever. Who knows? But they they basically copied the um, you know the the grain of the the sort of digital film, so that when it switched past, you didn't notice. It's quite clever, really. Mm. I did spot a bit of CGI as well at one point where it looks like a one shot, but then it, the camera goes backwards through a window, and it's like there's no way you yeah. actually just did that shot. That's got to be CGI. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of that going on, especially when he went outside and uh <laughs> went on his little journey oh the flying yeah. around bit was amazing that was amazing and he gets out of the that, cab that, was was that, that dragon was a guy in a suit <laughs> yeah i always find it funny though when these films come out and you they kind of get a lot of like press the same with boyhood really and 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 it, and it's just amazing kind of the the journey that that film takes and and to finally 
actually come out on top is is quite impressive for such a weird quirky little film that yeah i i, I just think it's a great movie because it's it's just so well executed keaton's brilliant and it. it's shame that he didn't win best actor i saw someone uh put up an article today of saying like the saddest thing about the academy awards was uh michael keaton putting his speech away oh, it's like no. oh man um but yeah we're no. gonna see some more films of him in now blatantly yeah, he's, he's gonna get now, cast in a bunch yeah. of stuff well i reckon beetlejuice could easily happen yeah yeah there's rumor of that as we reported the other week um but yeah no great great movie um and about a lot of things he'll be well, in a marvel film being a technical do you reckon? Yeah. He was he was a villain in RoboCop recently. He was a CEO guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Surprised me. Yeah. So talking of uh, best actor, then uh, it was actually Eddie Redmayne that won it for The Theory of Everything. This Oscar. Wow. <laughs> um, this Oscar. This belongs. To all of those people around the world battling ALS, it belongs, it belongs to one exceptional family, Stephen, Jane, Jonathan and the Hawking children, and I will be its custodian. I haven't seen it. You've seen it, Matt, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's I've, heard it's, I've heard it's like a very... Uh, sort of well uh i saw today a mate of mine watched it and uh he was in tears so uh i'll probably be a mess watching that <laughs> so this is this is the one about stephen hawking right yeah 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 so is in the film is stephen hawking's a bit of a dick because that's the only thing that i really know about his personality is well a lot mm. of people say that he's kind of a dick yeah he comes across like that um he's obviously very intelligent he thinks everyone else is an idiot kind of thing yeah. you know almost Comparatively, i guess most people are aren't they yeah um <laughs> and he was a bit of a womanizer and stuff and um you know so what you're basically saying is that he was charles xavier in um <laughs> in <Yeah>. first class <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think xavier was modeled on him i don't know <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> yeah i remember uh, i i listened to an interview with eddie redmayne and he was saying that he went to meet him and uh he he did seem like very much uh, quite cocky in that for <laughs> someone like talking out of a machine. It's like, oh, you're an actor, are you? How cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, everyone thought that um, Eddie Redmayne's chances might be affected by the fact that he's uh, he, he's in that new Wachowski's film at the moment, Jupiter oh, yeah. Ascending, and he's really badly hamming it up, apparently. I haven't seen it yet, but... Um, well, it's a Wachowski said, film. You kind of have to, don't you? I mean... You've got to be as bright as the special effects in that, so... Yeah, I suppose. Well, I, I, apparently, like, a lot of people were saying that he... Uh, like, some people were saying they'd like to see the version of that film that he thought he was in, because uh, he's really, like, playing it like Flash Gordon and everyone else is, like, phoning it in, kind of, so... <laughs> well, brilliant. It's supposed yeah, to be so pretty good, though, isn't it? It's, uh, everyone that I know that's seen it has said that it's pretty good. It's good fun, you know. It's like um, bit Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing, where it's just good fun movie to watch. Yeah, I can imagine them sense. like I can imagine them like pitching the film and saying like, "Well, it's about this sort of toilet cleaner who inherits the Earth and 
there's a man who's a dog as well on roller skates and the, <laughs> and the studio just going, yeah, make it. I want to see it. Isn't like, Sean Bean a wasp or something or a bee or like something? Half, he's like half bee or something, I think. But He's yeah. still going to die. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure a newspaper's going to spot him or something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just right yeah. at the end, just when you think, he might make it through this one. No. I very much doubt it. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, moving on to Best Actress, Julianne Moore finally won. She'd been nominated a bunch of times. Uh, Well-deserved, I think. She's she's awesome actress. She's been in loads of good stuff. I haven't seen Steel Alice. No, I think that's the one either. film none of us have seen. Nope, not seen that. Um, not seen it, no. It's about Alzheimer's, I think. And uh, yeah, she did an interview on Five Live the other week and uh, was really good on that. Um, but yeah, cool. Haven't seen that. Um, Best Supporting Actress, Patricia Arquette for Boyhood. That's one of the few awards it got. Um, and it's, it's you know, it's it's the one that seems the most token to me. I mean, she wasn't bad in it, but mm. it wasn't like a standout performance. She was just playing his mum, you know? Mm. It was like... She right. touched, right, touched some people in the right places. Yeah, and she delivered the, this mad, like, political speech about female rights as well, and... Mel Streep gave her a standing ovation and stuff. That was kind of mental. Um, but yeah, good for her, I suppose. Okay. Thank you to the Academy, to my beautiful, powerful nominees, to IFC, Jonathan Saring, John Sloth, Kathleen Sutherland, Molly Madden, David DiCamillo, our whole cast and our crew, my boyhood family, who I love and admire, our brilliant director, Richard Linkletter, the impeccable Ethan Hawke, my lovelies, Eller Coltrane, Lorelei Linkletter, Thomas and Paul, thank you for giving me my beautiful children. Enzo and Harlow, you're the deepest people that I know. My friends who all work so hard to make this world a better place. To my parents, Rosanna, Richmond, Alexis and David. To my favorite painter in the world, Eric White. For the inspiration of living with a genius. To my heroes, volunteers, and experts who've helped me bring ecological sanitation to the developing world with givelove.org. To every woman who gave birth, to every taxpayer and citizen of this nation, we have fought for everybody else's equal rights. It's our time to have wage equality once and for all, and equal rights for women in the United States of America. Well, it's a bit weird, that supporting actress. If you look at the people that are in it, I mean, I haven't seen Wild, uh, no. Laura Dern. I haven't seen Wild. Um, Emma Stone for Birdman, well, I doubt it very much. She didn't really stand out as being, you know, she was just no. being herself. Really. Her eyes stood out. Uh, yeah, her eyes stood <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, her eyes freaked me out. Overactive thyroid. And uh, Meryl Streep, <laughs> Into the Woods, and Kira Knightley, in The Intimidation Game. The Intimidation Game is quite good, actually. That's a good movie. Um... I've seen that one. But yeah, no, I wouldn't have thought she stood out that much in it as well. So, And I hated Boyhood. I thought it was a load yeah. of rubbish. <laughs> yeah, Ian <laughs> didn't like it either. Up now. Yeah, I'm all grown up. I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. I, I watched it. I, it felt like a struggle to watch it. And uh, mm. I thought, what am I watching? This is just, you know, I said it was, what did I say, Rob? It's uh, like an episode of EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, well, Ian used the same analogy. And I was like, <laughs> God, what the fuck? That's not like EastEnders at all. It's not like me and Ian yeah. ever talked to each other. So we would have just both come up with that separately. But that's quite funny to know. But yeah, I thought it was like an episode of EastEnders, man. It, well, oh, I don't think it was like that. It was like, it, 
it was obviously an experiment, uh, the whole thing. But uh, to ride it off like that, I, 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 I personally, it really touched me because it reminded me of sort of growing up with my sister and stuff. So uh, I guess it just, it's just, uh, it, it, it really depends on how much you can relate to it at the end of the day. It's a coming of age film, isn't it? So yeah, that's just how it is. But um, yeah, anyway. Uh, enough of that moving on to uh, supporting actor this was one that everyone just like uh, the the odds were just so sort of high of this happening or low whatever the most likely one of those is um, basically if you'd have placed a bet on JK Simmons winning the best supporting actor yeah. for Whiplash you would have not made much money because uh, yeah he had it in the bag he was amazing in that film oh great. yeah so well deserved um yeah i thought that film was excellent to be honest i'm glad it got what it got you know uh it won most of the things that it was nominated for i think ed uh, norton though was in for the running i mean he, he ed, ed norton was good in birdman very good he was yeah but simmons like completely tore that screen up he just master, masterpiece of a performance really well he carries it really i yeah. think yeah without I mean, him the, guy, it, the main been anything, character is good but he's just like some of the lines he has in that are just... Oh yeah, it's like uh, he's a bit like the drill instructor from um, Apocalypse Now. That's oh, wow. who he reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, like Full Metal Jacket and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah sorry, Full Metal Jacket, not Apocalypse Now. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a brilliant film. But um, yeah, you, you, you saw Whiplash as well, didn't you, Matt? Yep, yeah, yeah, it was really well, good. Well, we both saw it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Great I've seen a few scenes with uh, Simmons in it. And he does look amazing, so I've definitely got to catch that. It's it's a brilliant film because uh, half the time you think that he's just being a bully, and he is, but it's kind of like he's walking this tightrope of, like, he's just trying to get the best out of him, but at times he goes so far, you feel like he's just being a complete bastard. Like, yeah. oh, he's um, definitely the villain, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's but he's but it's for a greater good, you know. Like at the end, like right right to the very end of the film, it's like it's like well, like a lot of people have described it as like Rocky with drums, you know. So <laughs> yeah, it's a good analogy. I like that. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, we're getting to the more sort of technical, but uh, you know, no less important, I suppose. Uh, mm. Adapted screenplay went to the Imitation Game. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, you've seen it, haven't you, Matt? Yeah, it's it really good. It's very good. Uh, well deserved. Uh, original screenplay went to Birdman. That was another one of its big wins. That's a big one, that is, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then it all starts to get a little bit uh, <laughs> into the minutiae of it, really. Uh, animated fe feature went to Big Hero 6. That's probably because it's made the most money. I don't know. No, it's great. I've seen, I've seen it. it. It's, it's brilliant. It's really good. It is very, yeah. very good. Go on then, sell me, because I, I, I... It's a big I, robot that's uh, squidgy. It's as well, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. 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 It's, it, uh, it's, it's about a kid who's a genius who builds robots, and um, he's... Well, I mean, I don't feel I'd be ruining much to say that uh, there's, there's an accident which has a massive effect on his life, yeah. and um, he ends up becoming friends with this big inflatable robot... <laughs> And uh, trying to trying to figure out how this accident was caused by uh, he, he basically turns this big peaceful robot into kind of like half war machine, half still peaceful. It's quite cute yeah. and <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's very funny. 
It's like turning a yeah. panda into War Machine. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. I might give that a look. Oh, you should definitely watch it. It's, yeah. it's, it is good There are some really clever bits in it as well um, that you know are clearly not done for children. Um, yeah. There's just some really, really smart parts. I mean, I, I was actually laughing almost in tears at one part, but that might just be because I'm a bit silly towards these kind of films anyway. But um, <laughs> yeah, but in general, yeah, it's definitely worth a look. And it's kind of like I put on the uh, Facebook post, there's like a, a random nod. You can tell these guys because they're the people that worked on Wreck-It Ralph. So they're, oh, um, yeah. they're massive geeks. I mean, I, mean I, I mentioned there was like a random Final Fantasy bit of graffiti in Wreck-It Ralph, which referenced not the English version, but like the Japanese version of the game. Um, ah. And so there's like little nods to bits and pieces in this and stuff. And there's little bits that I pointed out and Suze's just staring at me blank face. Like, what the hell are you on about? I'm like, look, it's that. <laughs> and, yeah, but it's, it's definitely worth a look. It's, I would say, it's definitely one for Blu-ray as well, probably. Yeah, it's cool. not. As, I'd say it's not as good as Wally um, or Wally, no. whatever you want to call it. But it's uh, it's up. It's definitely up there with. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, it's it, same as what what's in there. Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon Two, which I haven't seen. I've seen Box Trolls. Didn't think much of that. Thought it was a bit boring. I uh, that. Did you like it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. Oh, I thought it was all right. Different. Um, How to Train Your Dragon Two was, you know, more of the same of the other one. Yeah, and I haven't seen the other two. Song of the Sea and Tale mm. of Princess Kaga. Yeah, I haven't heard of those. I, haven't even heard I of just them. can't believe that those two are in there and the Lego movie isn't even nominated. I know, yeah. The Lego mm. movie should definitely be in there. Is it just because there's a little bit of it that's not animated? Is that, no, did that disqualify it or something? Because I, I, No, they won the BAFTA, didn't they? Did they? Yeah, they won the BAFTA. Lego. I have got, I have got a list of the BAFTAs, actually. I think they won the did BAFTA for the Lego movie. Did it come out um, before the start of the year? No, no, it was totally. I mean, yeah, it was. Uh, it was totally illegible, but it it just got overlooked. Mm. Okay, shockingly. Yeah, it's brilliant. The Lego like tweet in which he um, he goes, "Oh, no Oscar nomination. No mind. I made my own. He made himself a little Lego Oscar, didn't he?" <laughs> yeah. Well, they were giving them out. Yeah. Actually, there was a good picture of like Clint Eastwood, Meryl Streep, and someone else, all with Lego Oscars. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh yeah, yeah. It totally got best animated film in the UK. Yeah, maybe, maybe I, maybe there's just a bit more love for it, and maybe the, maybe the BAFTA audience, uh, like the voters for the BAFTAs, are a bit more forward thinking. I guess. Is Lego big in the states? Like Lego more. It's got to be big if they they made the movie, you know. Uh, I, I think it, I think it did big business out in the states. Um, don't know how much money it made offhand, but I can look it up. But um, yeah, I, I thought the Lego Movie was excellent. I, I, that's one of my favourite films from last year. I think. Yeah, opening weekend in the US was sixty nine million dollars for the Lego Movie, so it's pretty big. Mm. And it so far has grossed two hundred and fifty-seven million. So, yeah, they definitely made their money on that. Um, and there's going to be more. I think there's going to be another three or four of those. They're going to make like a Lego Star, not Lego Star Wars. They're doing a Lego Batman film, I think, mm. that's going to have Will Arnett. Because they did a little number at the Oscars, uh, I think. Um, Tegan and Sarah and a f- load of other people will arnett came on dressed oh yeah he was dressed as uh val kilmer's batman mm, cool which was pretty funny <laughs> mm. 
yeah um yeah that was cool so yeah uh anyway moving on um foreign language film ida i've not seen any of these no. uh, i want to see it though yeah what, do you know, it cool. i don't even know what it's about uh, you... it's about a nun in poland or something uh discovers oh. some secret nazi <laughs> occupation something or other but yeah it's it's like one of those movies where actually it wins in the oscars and now it should get loads of like you know people will watch it um you know rent it whatever mm. do you know what i mean i don't i don't i don't even think it was on any cinemas near us probably not um it it was the only one of in that list that i'd uh ida <laughs> that i'd that i'd heard of uh, because so there was like definitely like a bit of a hype about it i uh, think i'd heard of leviathan i think it might be about a whale or something that beached or something okay like i'm not sure but it just sounds a bit familiar i might have seen it in passing but not watched it Oh yeah, uh, in a Russian coastal town, Kolya is forced to fight the corrupt mm-hmm. mayor when he is told that his house will be demolished. There's like a picture of a dried up sort of skeleton on a beach. So mm. yeah, maybe that's why you thought it was about a whale or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's his house. Maybe that's where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> that um, I- Idia or Lydia, whatever it's called, I- Idia, Lydia, Ida, I- Ida, Ida. <laughs> one of them. Uh, that's all in black and white as well. Oh, wow. wow, just to be extra arty, just to be extra that's arty, arty foreign. We don't believe in colour. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, cinematography went to Birdman. Um, we've already talked about Birdman. Pretty quite obvious a bit. that that would get best cinematography actually grand budapest was looked really nice yeah uh that's the only one of the few that uh, mr turner was up for as well and everyone was saying oh yeah because that was the, the famous dick poop <laughs> flub wasn't it when they announced the oscars that went viral uh that was funny but uh yeah <laughs> nobody knew who dick pope was before but <laughs> now they do <laughs> bet he loves that um <laughs> So, yeah, uh, visual effects went to Interstellar, which was fair enough. Yeah. That looked pretty amazing, especially on the IMAX. Yeah, no, um, that looked incredible at the IMAX. I mean, all these films looked incredible, uh, but I think Interstellar was something special, really. Um, yeah, it was the big long shots, weren't it? It's just crazy. Yeah, yeah and just that, that whole like, effect when they were going into the, the black hole oh, and stuff, yeah. it was just amazing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, film editing went to Whiplash, which is fair enough, but I still, I don't know, I still think, um, well, yeah, Boyhood, he, he, he screwed himself over there, didn't he? So I can't really speak for the others. Well, I've seen Grand Budapest Hotel. That That's just like typical Wes Anderson, isn't it? It's kind of... Bonkers. The way it's, yeah. it's all like... Alice 90, in Wonderland kind of bonkers. 90 degree rotations and side scrolling and, <laughs> you know... Um, it's still one of the best films he's done, I think, but we'll get on to that. Uh, I mean, was there anything particular about Whiplash that you thought was better than the other films, Matt? I mean, I think... You no, American Sniper I thought was cool, um, but I wouldn't have said editing. I thought it was a good film, um, but not editing. Whiplash was definitely... Editing was really good, especially when they're doing some of the drum solos and switching around and, you know, showing his fingers bleeding and all sorts of stuff. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it got best sound mixing whiplash, but not sound editing. American Sniper got sound editing. Yeah, that's bizarre, uh, really. I don't know why that would. Were they like really good, maybe 
They love the sounds of gunshots. Really... <laughs> yeah, lots yeah, of sounds like of gunshots. sort of left to right kind of. Lots of cabbages getting stamped Hands. with um, screwdrivers for bullets going into people's heads, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, like Foley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think of every time you see someone get shot in a film? Yeah. With a cabbage getting stabbed with a Yeah, stabbing cabbages. <laughs> I was actually watching a fight scene in something the other day and all I could think of was like someone sort of banging a like dead pig with a hammer or something. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, totally... no, I need to concentrate on this film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so talking of Grand Budapest Hotel, yeah, this one, quite a few actually, but they were all very much like the, well, it got product, production design, costume design, hair and makeup, and uh, score. So it was all the sort of superficial. It sounds a bit harsh, but that's kind of what it got, really. Um, it looks great, though, doesn't it? I mean, we watched it and it looked amazing. It's completely I thought, bonkers. I thought it could have cleaned up, to be quite honest. It, it, it's just it's just Wes Anderson never sort of does. He, all his stuff. I think he got a screenplay award once, but I, I, he always seemed, all his films seem to be celebrated for their style and, and, you know, rather than the actual, the big, the big awards. Um, but I definitely thought it was one of his best, to be honest. Definitely. I'm not a big fan of Wes Anderson films in general, but I really, really enjoyed Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. So original song went to, uh, Selma with glory. Uh, I've, don't even think I've heard that, but everyone was in tears or something. Again, uh, the Lego movie got snubbed for the only thing that it was <laughs> nominated for. With uh, Everything is awesome. Mm. Uh, obviously, it wasn't quite awesome enough. So, uh, But they still, they did, they performed it, um, that, which was cool. Mm. So, Yeah, it is a good song, that. Everything is awesome. Stuck in my head for ages. But- yeah, it's, it's just infectiously annoying isn't it I think it? people just aren't ready to be happy that's what it is <laughs> yeah I haven't seen Sel- Selma no not either oh yeah no I haven't either it, 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 there was all that fuss wasn't there because he wasn't uh, nominated for best actor even though he was clearly like really good uh, but I don't know <laughs> well yeah any other thoughts on the Oscars or, uh, or are we good bit disappointed that we couldn't really watch it in the UK. You know, Sky had its own custom channel set up and I think now TV was showing it, but, you know, it was, I was tempted to stay up, um, as I've done in a few years before, but it was really difficult to find anything. I found the one stream and it just gave me a headache because the buffering was so awful and I just yeah, kind of gave up. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of doing it, but... Oh, it just didn't work out for me. I, I caught. I, I knew that there would be loads of it on YouTube the next day, so I I mostly looked at that and the I just watched. Reel. Yeah, I just watched some of the speeches, like the opening ceremony. I watched that on the Verge this afternoon, and uh, yeah. But I mean, I I don't know. It's just for me the Oscars. I know it's like a bit silly, but I I just kind of like uh sort of putting a you know bookend in the year. And, uh, and and just sort of like, it's almost like a list of films to watch, isn't it? Kind of before the end of the year, like, yeah, this is the best stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like that quite... foreign language film, you know. I mean, I, I probably would have missed that, but now I'm going to make an effort to watch it. And I'll probably watch some of the other ones on there as well, some of the other foreign language films. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know, it's kind of like um, 
I, I kind of use it as a bit of a like, oh, did I miss that? Oh, I should maybe watch that then. I mean, yeah. I wasn't going to bother watching, um, uh, what's it called, Still Alice, but I probably will watch it now. You know, so it's a good, it, they do benefit from it, these movies. Mm. You know, I think they, it's kind of, um, it's a, I know it's a bit of a slap on everyone slapping themselves in the back for, look at the amazing movie you've made, and most of these ones in here are big budgets. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Boyhood works out as quite a big budget film in the end because they financed it like it was 12 sort of independent films Bloody <laughs> at hell. once. Yeah, so, but, yeah. I just anyway. can't stand Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is Ethan Hawke. He's a bit like, um, he's a, I, I always think he's a poor man's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> 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 we, you know, oh, yeah, let's get Keanu Reeves. This. Oh, shit, we can't get Keanu. He's too much money, so we'll get Ethan Hawke. <laughs> That's kind of how I see him. Sorry, Ethan, uh, but, yeah. Um, I don't think he's made a very good movie. <laughs> if you're listening, yeah. I don't think he's made a good movie for I don't, ever. That's Has he got a brother not, or something? No, it was good. Who? Nark. Nark, yeah. God, that's going back something. Hawk, wasn't it? I don't know. No, it was Keanu Reeves. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was brilliant in uh, Predestination. Or, well, he wasn't brilliant in Predestination. He's in Predestination, and Predestination is brilliant. Yeah. But could that have been uh, Keanu Reeves, Rob? It could have been anyone, to be honest. <laughs> Although, I think it does take a certain bone structure from the lead actor to pull off, to be right. convincing. But that's... I don't want to go into spoilers. Oh, yeah, actually, no, don't. I haven't seen it all yet. In Nark, it was Jason Patrick. Who's the other one? <laughs> the other actor. Yeah. <laughs> the other stand-in for uh, Keanu. If they yeah, can't get yeah. Ethan Hawke or Keanu, then <laughs> then they get Jason Patrick, the understudy. Well, I think we've well veered off Oscars, so uh, I think we'll we'll leave it there <laughs> for now. Um, this has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A. You can get me at Wobbly John. You can get me at MH Webwizzy. And you can't find me. <laughs> <laughs> Just as well. Yeah. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Oh, there's someone else coming through. Hello, my name is Stephen Hawking. Wow. (laughs) 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 That's pretty cool, actually. (laughs) Sorry, I just had to because obviously he won the... Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, yeah. we get to that I'll, when I ask you who won Best Actor or something. <laughs> who won Best Actor now? I have to unplug my headphones, though. That's the only problem. <laughs> oh. oh, well. Do you, want him to, do you want him to say anything else? Just, um... I'm I don't know. What, what can you say? Hang on, I can say, get him to say this. Wait, wait, wait. I'm wait. Eddie Redmayne, and I...
I didn't win the Oscar for Jupiter Ascending or whatever. Hang on, let me let me see. Hang I on. was really good in Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> Check out my ball, my bare chest. Hang on, hang on. Um, ask, uh, ask ask Stephen. Someone ask Stephen what's he what's he doing? What are you doing, Stephen? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Got to ask you again. I wasn't quite ready. Go. What are you doing, Stephen? Touching myself. <laughs> Pissing himself. Touching. Touching oh, myself. Touching, touching myself. Watching children play. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the worst one. Watching children play. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tuesday on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional. Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere, Tuesday on The CW. Tuesday at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington's CW.